welcome to this presentation from the Downey Seventh-day Adventist Church. We are located in the greater Los Angeles area at 9820 Lakewood Boulevard in Downey, California. We would love to have you worship with us any Saturday you are in our area. Good morning, friends. Let's begin with prayer. Father, as we now begin a new series on uh, fear not, how we can address uh, our fears, Lord, uh, be with us today in Jesus' name. Amen. Uh, there's a story told of, uh, I believe, an artist. His name was J.H. Zorthian. And he had read about uh, a little boy who unfortunately had been hurt in a terrible accident. And so he had, I believe, three kids at the time. And he was a very uh, famous artist. His works were known worldwide. But as he read this story, fear gripped his heart and he tried to do everything that he could to protect his children. I believe at the time he was living in Pasadena and I think this was in the 40s. So what he considered to be uh, very busy, he decided he wanted to move. And so he bought a parcel of land before he even had built the house uh, or was thinking of the house. He just bought it. I believe it was 12 acres. And before the house could even be built, he built a fence that was at least uh, the closest a car could get to the house was 50 feet. Well, he then built the house, making sure that the whole structure was safe. It was childproof. And even though he was an artist, he still wanted to add a touch of flair and, you know, his own personal touch. So he created uh, images and sculptures that that were childproof. In fact, even his garage, there would only be one car, his car that could go in and out. And rather than trying to uh, avoid possibly you know, hitting his kid as he was going to drive into the garage, he built uh, a little, uh, what is it, uh, a roundabout. So when he went in, he could always be moving forward, except for the last point where he would back in to the garage. As fate would have it, however, in uh, February, uh, there had been a long drought. And all of a sudden, it began to rain. Prior to that, though, it had, uh, they tried to pour the concrete. They wanted to, to get it done. But nevertheless, it didn't happen. So much rainfall occurred. And finally, after a while, the concrete sealed. And just as he was driving out of his garage, his youngest son, who was 18 months old, pushed free from his daughter and ran to the garage hoping that he could say goodbye to his dad and thus, sad to say, stepped in front of the car. Zorthian tried to do everything that he could based on his fear and his stress of caring for his child, but yet he couldn't account for the fact that he could not control everything. And when it comes to fear, we, we sometimes think that, well, 
I'm going to try to control everything I could and 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 put it so I can game plan it. But the fact is, we cannot control everything. There's a thought that says, uh, worry is a thin stream of fear trickling through the mind. And if encouraged, it cuts a channel into which all other thoughts are drained. Worry, stress, fear, emotions that, uh, frankly, right now are probably more common than ever and are, at least certainly in my lifetime, there's much that people are worried and feared about. Now, when we talk about fears, there's actually a number of fears. And as I was uh, researching what are the type of fears, I, I found this uh, list and um, their actual proper term. So arachnophobia, the fear of spiders and snakes. Personally, I'm not a, a spider or a, uh, I'm not fearful too much of spiders unless it's like a big spider. But I am uh, fearful of oh, <laughs> ophidophobia. The fear of snakes. I don't like being around snakes. There's also uh, acrophobia, the fear of flying. Or maybe cynophobia, the fear of dogs, something I definitely don't suffer from, but I know many people are fearful of dogs because of past experiences. There's also astrophobia. You know, when you get a good monsoon and you get that huge, strong thunder and lightning, that can be very scary and fearful at times. There's also trinophobia, the fear of injections, shots, whether you're going to the dentist or where you're going to the doctor, maybe you need a, a steroid or you need some kind of medicine or maybe they need to numb your, your mouth when you're having a procedure done at the dentist. There's also uh, the social phobia, uh, fear of social situations or so social anxiety disorder or agoraphobia, the fear of being alone. And finally, the misophobia, the fear of germs and dirt. So these are just, uh, I believe, uh, a, a number of common fears that many people commonly fear about. And yet there's also another type of fear as well, that, that of fear of failure. You're so fearful that perhaps you put, uh, put things off you to accomplish a task, or maybe you just procrastinate. These things can, these fears can cause anxiety, can cause stress, can cause worry. And, and so what are the effects of fear? Well, for one, again, worry, even memory loss. If you're so tied up in your thinking um, of that one particular thing that you are stuck on, it can cause us to f forget things. It can also lead to depression or anxiety, anger, irritability, or restlessness. Do you ever find yourself waking up at night or even just lying in bed, not being able to go to sleep because you just feel like there's something you want to do or you just can't sleep? Feeling overwhelmed, unmotivated, or unfocused, perhaps as well, you're having sleep issues, or sometimes your decision-making could have gone a little better that day. Yet, there's another quote as well. Worrying about things, worrying about how things might go wrong doesn't help things to go right. Worry, worry, worry. Fear, stress. What can we do with it? Well, I always go to the scriptures. And one of the things that I love about scripture is that there's just so much wisdom in it. In fact, one of the most famous uh, verses, especially in Proverbs, is this. 
The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, and knowledge of the Holy One is understanding. And, and you can translate fear in several ways. The first one that I think we often immediately think of is that of, of terror or fear, like being scared. But yet, when you look deeper, actually, it could also mean that of respect, of awe, of an awareness of God. Now, we know as well that God, it's, God's not out there trying to scheme and trying to destroy us. But the fear of the Lord, reverence, understanding, being faithful, listening to and trusting in our Lord is one way that we can help overcome our fear. I'm reminded as well of a very, a very famous passage in the book of Psalms. When I read this many years ago, 20 plus years ago when I was a teenager, I, it just somehow always stuck and resonated with me. So in Psalm 46, it writes, God is our refuge and strength, an ever-present help in trouble. God's help doesn't, uh, wait, it's, it's present. Therefore, we will not fear. Though the earth give way and the mountains fall into the heart of the sea, though its waters roar and foam and the mountains quake with their surging, there is a river whose streams make glad the city of God, the holy place where the Most High dwells. And I, I love this passage just because of the beautiful imagery that the, the psalmist is describing. He's describing these na- scenes of nature where there's huge waves and, and mountains falling. Yet then he switches to a river. And, and a river could be uh, stormy, but yet I think in this case, I, I think of much like uh, the Psalm 23 where the river is smooth and calm. There's a, a river that whose streams make glad the city of God, the holy place, the sense of calmness, of serenity and strength. And in verse 5, God is within her. She will not fall. God will help her at break of day. The nations are in uproar. Kingdoms fall. He lifts his voice and the earth melts. And so in, in verse 6, He's talking about the fact of how the world seems to be falling apart. Literally, nations are imploding. Kingdoms fall. And yet God's voice, when spoken, the earth is at the behest of what the Lord desires and wants. In verse 7 here, it says, The Lord Almighty is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. Can you imagine now this imagery of how uh, there's a strong fort, whether it's made of wood or uh, I think when you think of kingdoms in uh, castles in in England, they're made of stone, signifying strength. Come and see what the Lord has done, the desolations he has brought on the earth. He makes wars cease to the ends of the earth. He breaks bow and shatters the spear. He burns the shields with fire. And in verse 10, this is one of the key points. He says, be still and know that I am God. Be still and know that I am God. In the midst of when you're fearful and you're worried and you're anxious, Physically, what do you feel? 
for me, I tend to get very tight. My breathing becomes more shallow. And when my breathing is shallow, I'm not getting enough oxygen uh, to go to my brain and my heart starts to race. Or perhaps maybe depending on the situation, my stomach, I feel butterflies where I get a knot in my stomach. One of the first things that we can just do is stop to pause to pray and take a deep breath. In fact, every wedding for, I don't know, the last 10 years that I've officiated, I've always had the couple just stop before anything else. When they get there, you know, I say, you know, uh, I welcome them. And then I, I immediately say, OK, first things first, take a deep breath. Let it out slowly. And it's amazing to see the look of their their faces and how they were stressed before. It doesn't completely get rid of the stress, but all of a sudden, they have a calmness to them that wasn't there before. So sometimes we just have to stop, we have to pause, take a deep breath, and pray. How often do we just stop to get perspective, to look around? When we be, when we become fearful, we sometimes get so fixated on that one thing that all of a sudden everything else seems fearful. And that one thing that we fear overwhelms us, just like J.H. Zorthian. His fear of his kids being hurt consumed him. In fact, he stopped working. He wanted to ensure that he could have a safe place for his children. Nelson Mandela, he writes, I learned that courage was not the absence of fear, but the triumph over it. The brave man is not he who does not feel afraid, but he who conquers that fear. When we deal with fear, sometimes it can be scary, but we must have courage and pray for courage, strength, wisdom and guidance that God will help us to overcome our fear. I'm also reminded as well in John 16:33 that we have the promise that Jesus, uh, after a long discussion at the dinner table, he says, I have told you these things so that in me you may have peace. In this world you will have trouble. So the fact is we're not going to escape trouble. Trouble will be there, but how we respond to that is key. But take heart. I have overcome the world. So as a reminder, be still and know that I am God. Pause, pray, take a deep breath. Look around you and see that while you may have this issue, and it may be a big issue, I'm not minimizing that. Know that this is something that does not need to consume you. And that with prayer, it can be overcome. One of the things that I think we, we uh, fall prey to is the fact that we lie to ourselves that it's just going to go away. And sometimes what we just need to do is we need to confront our fears. And as scary as that may be, Know that you have a God that desires to help you to overcome it. And as well, perhaps there's a community. Maybe a family member can help you to navigate or uh, a friend. Or if it's a serious enough, maybe you need to seek a professional to help you with what you are fearful of.
Eleanor Roosevelt talks about, she says, sorry, you gain strength, courage, and confidence by every experience which you really, in which you really stop to look fear in the face. You must do the thing which you think you cannot do. And here she's talking about the fact that, again, confronting your fears, it's not going to go away. But yet, with the Lord's help, we can give our fears to the Lord. And, and when we talk about fear, I think there is one good fear. And that, again, going back to, to Proverbs, is the fear of the Lord. And, and I don't look at that as a fear of, like, the Lord's going to try to smite me. But the fear of the Lord is that of, I trust in the Lord, that the Lord will help me to overcome whatever challenges that I will seek the wisdom of the Lord because there is much wisdom just in the scriptures alone and through prayer and and respect and being led by God by God's wisdom anything is possible and just as Jesus says in John 16 33 he has already overcome the world though there is trouble he has overcome the world he has the last say So healthy fear. There's a good fear to respect the Lord. The unhealthy fear of being consumed by something that is unhealthy and, and perhaps it's, it's causing problems in your life, maybe in your relationships or in your work. These unhealthy fears we must give to the Lord. So next week, we're going to talk about how can we deal with our fears with the Lord. I hope and pray that you have a great Sabbath. Take care, and we'll catch you next week. Father in heaven, thank you, Lord, for, again, another beautiful day that you have blessed us with. Be with us now as we enjoy the rest of this Sabbath day. But as well, Lord, guide us this next week, Lord. We're constantly told, Lord, that many things are horrible and and we should be fearful of this or that. But, God, we know that in you we can trust and we have a hope in you. So help us, Lord, to have calm our nears, that we may find joy and that we also might find peace in you. And as we go through this week, help us to be faithful representatives of you. In Jesus' name, amen. Grace and peace. We hope you have been blessed by this message from the Downey Seventh-day Adventist Church. You can find more messages at www.downeychurch.org. God bless.